Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Nerd Night. I am your host, Cole, of course, joined always by my co-host, Jada. Say hi, Jada. Hi, guys. And this is post Cole's birthday episode. I'll give you guys a little hint when we're recording this. My birthday is actually about to come up. (laughs) But... It's going to be a pretty fun one. We strayed away from the schedule that we created uh, because we withhold any and all rights to always do whatever the hell we want. And (laughs) one of those things that one of us, Jada specifically, (laughs) wanted to do was talk about a game that she talked about in the last episode actually and we told you guys was coming up and that being Hades Yeah. and so this whole episode is just going to be Jada talking about the game Uh, it's also like maybe a little baby history Greek mythology lesson because the game is so strongly rooted in that so you guys may get some new fun information from it too yeah, and I, I love Greek mythology, mythology in general, about like any kind of their, the gods, the culture around it, not just Greek, you know, like Norse, Egyptian, you know, all that kind of stuff. I've always loved it. So hence why I'm playing this game. And if you guys listened to our, it was one of our first three podcasts that we did they are the our first series and we did one relating to video games you will know that jada did hers on god of war god of war also as we know you know mythology so it this fits in with the fantasy that we know of jada vampires (laughs) in greek mythology I think um, that's pretty much what sums me up as a nerd. I think <laughs> you're very you... shallow in personality. It's just those Fair. two things. It's just those two things. Literally, if you want to know how to take Jada's money, make a video game about a Greek vampire, and I will literally give you all my money. But that wouldn't be historically accurate. I mean, there were vampires in Greece, but they didn't have a lot of light to them. So Mm. there was more werewolves because that's more scary to tell people. I suppose so. But last time was a lot of rambling. So we're just going to get into this one today. So buckle up, grab your Nintendo Switches, and let's get into 80s. Okay, Jada, we're here. I am about to open Hades, about to play for the first time. What's what's going on? Um, yeah, so this isn't going to be too traditional as my Resident Evil or Devil May Cry episodes, um, because I have no idea when this game was made. I really like this was a last minute choice, you guys. I said, cool. I want to do Hades because I love this game. And he's like, okay. And this this is why we're here. I'll do <laughs> so, some background um, Googling while you're doing that. Yeah. So Hades, um, it's, I know it's made for the PS4 as well. So if you don't have a Nintendo, you can definitely play it on the PS4. Um, I don't know if it's for the Xbox. So it might be. I got you, girl. 
Go for it. According to, if you just Google Hades game, first of all, has 10 out of 10 on Steam and a 91% liked video game by Google users. As it should. And it came out on the Switch in September of 2020, and there was early access in December of 2018. So its initial release date was December 6th of 2018. It is developed by Supergiant Games. The platforms it's available on are the Nintendo Switch, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Mac OS, Xbox Series X, so on. And it has a couple of awards under its belt, uh, which is pretty good. That's really good, actually. Um, I I was happy to see that this rather it's actually a pretty small community, but there are like a couple of gamers out there that really do enjoy and respect this game um, because it's very simple. Honestly, this is this is what you're doing. You're the main character is Zagreus. Um, in Greek mythology, he's an actual person, but Zagreus is the prince of the underworld, so the son of Hades, who is the god of the underworld, not to be confused with the god of death. He's just like the king of the underworld. He's not death itself. Mm-hmm. Um, so Zagreus is a troubled teenager. And he wants to go out and explore the human world outside of hell, which is his home. Um, And of course, his father's like, absolutely not. You got things to do, little prince. Um, Go and write me a 10-page scroll about why you think people should burn for eternity. Kind of like that, you know, and that sucks. We don't want that for him. Mm -hmm. So right off the bat, we are trying to escape hell. That is our goal. Does it stop there? No, but that is our goal. Um, and through the game, it is, um, I think I mentioned in our previous episode that it's semi-platform um, and it has a bunch of dungeons and rooms for you to go through. So it's definitely not the average game you would see me playing, um, but I think that's why I love it so much because it's so different. But there are um, three layers of the underworld that you go through. Uh, The first one being Tartarus, which is in Greek, that is where people normally go. Kind of like you chill there. Uh, It's like the middle ground of it. I think also, and also Christian mythology as well. There are many layers to hell. So there are many layers to this one. Um, next is Asphodel, which is like uh, fire and lava. It's like you think about the original like Mario games, any kind of fire and lava room that you went into and you hated it. That's exactly what's going on here. It's like tra- it feels like it's like traditional hell, like the hell that like if you told a five year old to draw hell, they would draw fire, lava, all of that. Yeah, that's basically it. And Asphodel is actually like for the worst of the worst. So bad, really bad people go there to like burn and get tortured. And that's fun. Um, And then next is Elysium, which is technically heaven in Greek mythology. um, Hell itself kind of has its entirety in it, meaning that it works as both heaven and hell. So 
although you're both going to the same place, you're going to a different layer of that place. So Elysium is for like the heroes and the good people and the kings and the people that worship the gods and all that stuff. So those are the three layers that we go through. And each layer, you go through different rooms and you fight different bosses. And after each room, you get a reward that's going to help you keep going throughout these layers. Um, now, when you die, you go right back to your father's house. And, you know, he grumbles and say, Psh, whatever. And every time I go back into this man's house, I swear, I'm flipping him off all the time because he always has something to say and I'm minding my business I'm coming in and just trying to find my next spot for my next goal and he's like stupid boy and I'm like you know what and I'm so glad I get to fight him but that's for another time so um each room has you know different rewards that are going to help you their power boosts health items um things to power up another thing which is really cool um we get to see some olympian gods not all of them there's 12 of them but we get to see like nine of them which is cool and each god uh being a either uncle or cousin to zagreus gives him a gift some of their power so that he can continue on with his mission to get up to the surface so uh we get our main man zeus as always. Um, and then we do get Poseidon as well. So Hades, Zeus, and Poseidon are brothers, and they're not very nice to each other, but what brothers are? <clears throat> um, and then we get Zagreus's cousin, Athena, um, Aphrodite, who's technically not his cousin, but Greek families are weird. Anyway, um, we get Aphrodite, who is an absolute queen. We love her. And pause that really quick because the art style in this freaking game makes me cry all the time. I love the character design in this game. It made every god look like how you think they should be looking like. And some of them are too fine for their own good. But also, I think... Like, they do a great job depicting everything, but the style in which they choose to, like, draw everything, it's this, like, very interesting borderline on semi-realism mixed with, like, cartoon line work and colors and all of that. Yeah, it's definitely a, a really beautiful mixture, and it gives you, like, yeah, that hint of realism of like, these can definitely be people walking around, but it's bright and vibrant as you would think a cartoon and anime would be. So I love that mixture. Um, we also see Artemis and Aries. Uh, we get Dionysus. Freaking love Dionysus. I love Dionysus. His power is okay. Like his gifts are okay, but man. And there's voice acting too. So it's not like you're just seeing these characters and they're just floating up and you're reading. Like it got some beautiful voice actors. And let me tell you, that man, he got thighs for days. Anyway, mm -hmm. uh, last two are Hermes and Demeter. And Demeter is the goddess of the seasons. We'll get to her in a second. 
because she's important, but um, they basically give you parts of their power that you can either add to your weapon, add to your being, there's a dashing ability. And throughout these rooms, you're able to also boost their power so it becomes stronger. Um, Personally, I don't have a real preference. It kind of changes all the time between like what gods really like help me out. I think Zeus is really good for like powerful attacks and getting a bunch of enemies at the same time. Um, So if you want to clear a whole room, you go for him. Poseidon is definitely a heavy hitter, so I am kind of cautious whenever picking any of his abilities because it's slow, but it's heavy. So it's like gonna kill enemies in one swing, but you got to make sure that you actually hit them in that one swing. Um, And it kind of like goes all over the place. I did recently find out that Aphrodite, you have something that's called um, Call of the Gods which is basically you can power up this bar and it gets like an ultimate attack. And Aphrodite got a real good power up. Like I won many battles with her and I always try to get that. So it's it's really fun in that sense where like each run through is so different. And as you play, you will realize you'll get to see like which run throughs like you know right off the bat are going to be bad like this isn't a good one I'm not getting a lot of stuff others is like oh my gosh I'm beefed up let's go and it all goes to the very end where you are able to meet the surface if you go through each and every room and level without dying the last person to fight is your father Hades And he is a jerk to fight. Literally, it is honestly, it's really good how they did it, but it's honestly fighting an older Zagreus. Like all his moves are moves that we've done ourselves, depending on what weapon he has. So it's like weird and reflective and artistic, but it's like super annoying. I hate fighting him. I've only gotten to beat him once and I've had this game for at least four months now and that's fun so when you are able to beat him you can go to the surface and I've got I've done this at least once and it made me cry because it was beautiful and we find out that Zagreus is trying to find his mom uh what the Olympias think is that he's trying to go up to Olympus with his aunts and uncles and cousins Um, but he's just trying to find his mom. And in Greek mythology, his mom is Persephone, the goddess of spring. And we do find her. She has a beautiful little farm all to herself. It's really funny because the rest of the world is in winter. It's snowing and cold, but there's this small farm that's like small patch of land, just green and luscious. And you can just tell that it's been by her touch. And we find out that Persephone didn't even know her son was alive. She thought she, he died and then she left Hades because of that. But he was alive this whole time. Um, Zagreus ended up being raised by Nyx, who is the goddess of the night. And Nyx is, she is mommy Nyx. We love her so much. She is so wise and calming and just like 
definitely a mother figure to everyone, but that's who he was raised by. And he actually thought that Nyx was his mom, but that wasn't true. And so we have like a little thing here and there, you know, but Zagreus forgives her quick and Nyx is always understanding. Um, but yeah, that's basically what you're going through. Uh, we get to meet some other characters too. We get to meet Thanatos, who is actually death. Um, and I have just successfully romanced him. So Zagreus and Thanatos are officially a couple. I'm very proud of that. It took me a long time to get here. Uh, the way that you romance characters or for characters you can't romance, uh, which is basically getting them to like you more, is to give them bottles of wine. So it sounds weird, but I did romance him with giving him a bunch of bottles of wine. He was fine with it. It was whatever. But uh, we get him, we get Hypnos, his brother, uh, who is the god of sleep and dreams. Uh, what else? Oh, we get Orpheus and Eurydice. Mm-hmm. Uh, Achilles. Achilles and his partner Patroclus, um, who had they have their own cute little story each character has like a little side thing that as you interact with them more that you can help them do um right now i'm in the middle of uh, achilles and patroclus's story and then eurydice and orpheus their story i'm just trying to get them back together that's my goal that's my goal in life i just need that to happen currently Achilles guards one of the rooms in Hades, his house, and Patroclus is in um, Elysium, which should have been reversed. Achilles should have been in Elysium. He is one of the strongest warriors in Greece. But when he died, he made a pact with Hades so that he could switch places with Patroclus, thinking that he would be better over there. But when we meet Patroclus, he is a broken hero he's kind of by himself he gives the best gifts though literally it's the best i love going into his room he got but sad boy energy he has very sad boy energy and he talks about his previous life when he was with achilles you know it is so beautiful side note if you guys ever get a chance please read the song of achilles that book is beautiful it is the story of Achilles and Patroclus and Patroclus's point of view. So it's like beautiful. But anyway, um, he definitely gives sad boy energy talking about his previous life and all the things he's lost and how much of an idiot Achilles is. So it's sad. But Achilles on the other hand, he's like, I hope he's doing good. Tell him I love him. And it's just so sad. And I'm like, I'm gonna get you guys together. Don't you worry. Don't you worry your pretty little heads because mm -hmm. that is my goal in life. And then we have Orpheus and, and Eurydice. Their story is pretty simple. Uh, Eurydice is a tree nymph that Orpheus the human and also the musician fell in love with, but she died and he went down to uh, Tartarus or hell to go and get her soul back. Hades reluctantly agreed um, but just told him one thing as he's walking his way up back to the human world, he must not look back. Eurydice will be following behind him, but he cannot look back. 
Um, and as he's walking up, he starts getting doubts and fears that she's not there, that he's being tricked by the God of the underworld. And he looks back and she's there and she gets sent back to hell. And so does he. Here's the thing, though, with that story and mm-hmm. what I don't understand. Mm-hmm. Even if you are getting tricked by him, what what negative thing will impact you by not looking back? Like, just get to the end, and then if you get there and she's not there, ah, I got fooled, but at least I tried. Like, you looking back is just the dumbest thing I've ever heard. It is, honestly. It's a story of mistrust, and it's like um, he couldn't trust the word of the god of the underworld. He just, he just got filled with thoughts in his own head that he couldn't like continue on uh, to see if she was even there or to like give her a chance. So that story actually follows through to the game where being Orpheus is in the house of Hades and Eurydice is actually in, um, where is she at? Her door is in um, Asphodel, which is like the fiery death place. That's where she's at. She's chilling there, but she made a little house for herself. She's always cooking, always singing, and she's a very beautiful hostess. Um, but she she's very mad at Orpheus. Very, very angry with him. She's like, I don't want to talk to that man. I don't want to see him. He is dead to me, literally and figuratively. So, yeah, that sucks. Uh, but yeah, a bunch of vibrant characters that we get to meet. Um a bunch of different like enemies that you get to face. Some of them are heavy hitters. Some of them travel in groups and are just so annoying to fight. Uh, Others are kind of just like chilling and I love them the most. But the two that I absolutely hate with a burning passion is King Thesis and Asterius. Their story is rather funny. Asterius is a half man, half bull. His mom was cursed or I guess tricked by Hera um, who, because she found out that she was getting on with Zeus and this is how many stories start. Was Hera the same one who made Medusa? No, that was Athena, which is weird. Yeah, yeah that okay. was Athena. Athena is the goddess of wisdom. She made Medusa because, well, it kind of depends on what story you look at. If you look at the feminist story, it is Poseidon, uh, Poseidon. great. <laughs> yeah. The way Poseidon, you said his name. Poseidon. Thank Poseidon. you. Poseidon. Don't say Poseidon. Poseidon. <laughs> uh, Poseidon uh, sexually harassed Medusa in Athena's temple. And Athena was like, oh my gosh, my poor baby. You know what? I'm going to make sure no man will ever like look at you again. You're going to have power over men. And that's how she got the way to like turn men into stone. If you look at the non-feminist version, it is she seduced Poseidon in Athena's temple. And Athena's like, what the hell, you little minx? Boom, I curse you. So it's whatever you 
like the story to be. Um, but back to Asterius, his mom, you know, getting on with Zeus and Hera was like, uh-uh. And so she made her fall in love with a cow and they had a night of passion together. And then she gave birth to Asterius. So yeah, um, her husband, the king of that land, uh, was like ill first. And then he was like, I'm going to get a maze and put this creature in it. And then I'm going to throw people in there and have them run around this maze and have this bull creature kill them. So yeah. So Thesis comes in. He actually was the one to kill the bull in the original story. How they did it this way, which is like Thesis was able to kind of train Asterius and kind of get him to be like on his side so in death Thesis and Asterius are actually best friends and Asterius loves Thesis and Thesis is a jerk he's a chad he's an absolute chad of the underworld Mm -hmm. he's like I will run you through you spawn of Satan and I'm just like I hate you I every time I enter their room I'm just like and they're one of the bosses of the level. I feel Each, like you have lost to them the most. The most, literally, like, and they are like one of the last bosses I have to face before I get to Hades. So it's like, yeah, it's tough. And it's two of them. And it's just like, ugh. But in Tartarus, in order to get out of there, you have to fight um, one of the sisters which is like uh the fury sisters that's what i was forgetting so the furies in greek mythology is a they're a group of women who basically have the task of torturing people in life or in death so one of the sisters is either megara electo or tisiphone and they're fine they are so easy now when i first faced them not easy but now they are cakewalk come at me so ready right second one is asphodel then you have to fight um the bone hydra which is like okay fine it gets a little tricky sometimes you got one big head and then it gets to a certain level and then you have five other heads to fight well once you get that down i promise it is nothing right you get to freaking elysium and you got these two guys first Every boss in Elysium is hard. Like all the little enemies that you have to go through, annoying, hard. I hate it. I do not like Elysium. And it's supposed to be like a pretty nice place. Don't like it. Second, at random times, you go into the bull's room and you just have to fight him. You can't kill him. It gets you him down to like little less than half his health. So it's like, you got to fight him. And he's at his peak like as though you're fighting him for the last time. That's disrespectful. And so you could die there. And if you end up surviving, then you still have to go through all those rooms and get to the final part where you beat them both. And when Thesis gets half a health, he's able to actually conjure up powers of the gods. Like he starts shooting you with powers of Athena, Zeus, like everyone and you're just like I thought this was for me I thought I had the power of the gods nope 
And then when Daggerus is like, hey, why does he get the power of the gods? The gods are like, yeah, you know, we like to give our power out to people who are cool. What? <laughs> I, I'm family. I'm literally, we're all family. What is going on here? But they are most annoying. I hate fighting them. But once you get through them, okay? Once you get through them, you have to go through uh, basically what they call the Temple of Sticks, which is funny because the River Styx is Egypt. That's an Egyptian thing, which is like basically the river carries you to the underworld. So it's funny how they added that into Greek. But I'm not going to say anything. It's a cool thing. But you have to get to the Temple of Sticks, which is basically the gate to the underworld. And um, that is annoying in itself because you still have rooms you have to go through. You get to choose out of about six rooms which um, gift you want. And you don't get that gift until you get to the very end of that room. So you go through like, six different rooms in order to get your gift and your gift could be more health but you're already like down health because you've already been in all these rooms and it makes no sense and it basically tricks you so that you don't have a lot of health so that when you go and fight Hades he just slaps you around and it's nothing and it's rude and disrespectful I don't like it but I've gone through it many times uh, and then you know, you just you, you get to Hades. What I found out the hard way, which is when I was first about to kill him, he died, and I'm like, yes, I did it. This guy gets to come back to life. So something that if you're able to get a bunch of points, you are able to get multiple lives. Um, it's called death defiance, which is basically you get a bunch of different lives that give you back mm, about half of your health. I did not know that Hades had the same thing and you got to fight him twice. So currently I have three different lives and one of them, well, actually I have four. One of them actually is a gift from someone that I got that got me an extra life. That only gives me a hundred of my lives. I could have 300 lifespan and it only gives me a hundred of it back. And I'm like, great. I love that. So my goal, whenever I'm going through a run through is to have all four of my lives so that I can beat Hades. Does that happen? No. And especially if I am getting close to the last area and I have two lives, I will kill myself. Like, I'll be like, I'm going back because there's no way I'm going to face him with less than three lives. So, um, yeah, that's fun. And I'm thinking of, is there anything else? Um, well, so when you're going through the rooms and all of that, the different levels of hell, it's mm-hmm. all completely randomized. So, like, you can't you can prepare to an extent, but you never know what kind of rooms you're going to see and what things you're going to get. And so that's how it can like be different because you can end up being like, oh, I got Zeus this time instead of Poseidon or, oh, I didn't see Poseidon this time at all. So it 
changes up a lot. And then uh, you find out about, is her name Demeter? Yes. Yeah, because she is Zagreus's grandmother. Yeah, she is Persephone's mom. That is, um, that's a tough one. So, well, I guess I can explain how they met. So Hades saw Persephone kind of chilling up in the living world. And she was, you know, planting flowers, being all cute. And he actually, he got struck by a love arrow by Cupid um, or Eros. And he fell in love with her. And so he kind of snatched her down to hell. And she was like, okay, this is weird. But he's like, you want to be my queen? And she's like, okay. (laughs) So she eats some pomegranate seeds, which basically bind her to the underworld. Because the only way to really bind you if you're a god is to eat from the underworld. So her mom finds out and is like, Zeus, what the hell happened to my daughter? And Zeus is like, oh, my brother has him. And she's like, Zeus, that's not okay. And he's like, "Mm, she's fine, no worries. And she's like, you better bring my daughter back. And he's like, I'm not gonna do anything to the underworld. Are you kidding me? No, that's my brother's domain. I'm not doing anything. And she's like, fine. And so Demeter being the goddess of the seasons, made the land winter for years she would not let up he's like hey a bunch of humans are dying can we like get some sunshine and she's like nope they all get snow and ice and cold toes because my daughter is not here she turns into a real karen real Mm -hmm. fast and zeus is like i can't do anything she's in the underworld can you stop killing the humans and she's like that sounds like a you problem when it's really not. So he goes down to his brother and he's like, hey, Demeter is killing all these humans. And Hades is like, yeah, I noticed I'm overflowing here. What is going on? And he's like, yeah, it's because you married her daughter. And he's like, oh, okay. So they ended up having a plan, which is basically for half of the year, Persephone would be with her mom and the other half, she would be with her husband. So Greeks, that's what they believed made seasons. The seasons that were beautiful and hot and the sun was out, summer and spring was basically when Persephone was with her mom. And fall and winter was when she was back with her husband. So I always thought that was really cool. And when I learned that, I always went around being like, it is so nice outside. I'm kind of glad Persephone's with her mom, but then the winter season will come and I'm like, you know what? She deserves to be with her husband. That's great. I love that for her. So yeah, Um, I believe the story in this game is that it kind of follows the same thing, but Persephone ended up, um, she does have kids. Zagreus is one of them, but Mm -hmm. she did not... Uh, Zagreus didn't cry when he was born like normal human babies do and she saw that his feet were cold and she thought he was dead which technically he is dead Um, but he wasn't waking up or doing anything and she's like I can't do this anymore like I don't belong here like this place only 
kills. It just takes lives, which, you know, what do you expect being in hell? But she ended up leaving. And that's why Zagreus doesn't have a mom or his mom. And so you've made it to the top once. Yeah. I guess for everyone who maybe were encouraging to play this game, what aspects of the story can you continue to do after making it to the top once? And does like more happen as you keep making it to the top? Like, is there a distinct end point, I guess, to it? I guess I don't, I don't honestly know because once I got to the top and I met his mom, he couldn't stay up there for long. He actually died because his body wasn't ready for the human world. And so he went right back down to hell where his father was. And now it's like, he's the whole house knows he's going around telling everyone, like, I met my mom, like I met her. She's wonderful. Like I got to go see her again. And everyone is just kind of encouraging him to go see her again. Funny enough, the Olympians still don't know why he's not with him or not why he's not with them. Um, Because when he got up to Persephone, they couldn't see him anymore. They usually have like a glimpse of what he's doing and where he's at so that he they can send him gifts, but they couldn't see him. So another change was he came back down and then you got like your first gift from a god. And they're just like, hey, we didn't see you, but it's probably because you died. So like, here, keep on going because they didn't think he met the top and he did. So right now he's telling all his relatives that he wants to go and meet them. But when really he just is trying to find a way to see his mom over and over again. Um, And that's pretty much it. I think other than that, um, me, oh, I got to talk about me romancing Thanatos. I'm so sorry. I got to talk about this because Thanatos is the cutest thing in the world and I'm so happy they're together. Thanatos is Nyx's son. He is literally the god of death and he goes around collecting souls for Hades. So he works for Hades. And after I gave him all these bottles, so his hearts went all the way up and I'm like, boom, I just romanced him. And then for a few rounds, nothing happened. Mm -hmm. I'm like, you're not gonna give me anything? Anything, nothing. You're not gonna give me anything. And then after a run, right, I go, I enter back into Hades house. I go through my rounds of talking to all the characters. And then I go into my room and he's freaking there just chilling, being like, I got to talk to you about something. And I'm over there like, (gasps) and I'm like, oh my God, is this it? It's this going, you're in my room. No one goes into Zagreus's room. I'm like, you're in my room. Oh my God. And he's like, I wanted to talk to you about like what you said to me and their little interaction. And I'm like, oh my God, this is it. This is freaking it. And he says, he's like, he, Thanos says, uh, were you like sure about what you said? Like that you would wait for me. And Zachary's is like, of course, then like I'll wait as long as it takes. I'm always here for you. And then he gets kind of mad and he's like, oh my gosh, like you could be so impulsive sometimes and you don't even know like what impulses to act on. And Thanatos freaking says, what are you waiting for? I'm right here. And I'm like, oh my God. And then it fades to black and all you hear is them like giggling with each other. And I'm like, oh, shoot. 
no way. And then it comes back and they're just chilling in Zagreus's room. And I'm like, I can't breathe. That was too cute. And so now every time I go into a run and I run into Thanatos, which is really cool, you actually do run into him random times when you, after you meet him for the first time. And all he does is basically just help you defeat the room. And if you get more kills than him, he'll give you like a heart pack. But it is so cute. And he's like, hey, be careful out there. Or like, don't die on me. Or make sure you come back to me. And I'm just like, oh my God. This is glorious. I love the gaze. Anyway, um, yeah, that's pretty much it. So what would be your final words to someone of why they should play it and what they should expect? Um, I would probably say expect to die a lot, like a lot. Expect death to be just a normal thing that you do. We're trying not to die, but just that's how you learn. Okay. Um, always try new items. First, make sure you talk to all the characters like all the time because they always give you hints and stories and stuff like that. So make sure you always talk to them and give them gifts because they will give you gifts. Not all the time. Just the first time you give them a gift, they will give you a gift. But after that, you just like basically keep on giving them gifts. They're just going to like you more. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, try a bunch of things. Um, try not to stick to one thing. You know, there's going to be things that are going to help you more than others. Try to catch a feel. When I first started playing those games, Zachary's sword was like my everything. I only played with his sword. Now I play with like two other weapons and they're really helping me. Actually, one weapon that I never touched that I did for the first time got me to beat Hades for the first time. So you never know, you know, for the, you might, you know, touch him for a bit and be like, eh, this isn't really for me, but just grab a couple, get at least two that you like and always switch between them. Um, always say hi to mommy Nick's when you're home. <laughs> always do it. She's sweet and nice and she deserves it. So that one's uh, just personal. A little bit. A little bit. Uh, and then, yeah, I think that's pretty much it. I just love the characters. I encourage you guys to like look at Greek stories. They're all crazy and funny and, you know, teach you some things. Um, but even if you don't know their stories, this game does a really good job of just giving you the characters themselves and having you learn with Zacharias um, and just figuring out everything. Uh, decorate your room. Save your gems. Please save your gems. They go like, they're a hot commodity. If you get a lot, you can buy a bunch of stuff and you're able to decorate the house and your room. So take time to do that because <laughs> people respect that. Um, let me think always flip out flip off Hades when you get in the house because he deserves it that is also personal but you'll understand if you play it uh talk to Achilles uh he gives you just fun little sad boy nuggets of his lost lover 
Yes. If you want to like see him be like, oh, I hope Patroclus is okay. If you want to see him do that, talk to Achilles. But also Zagreus and Achilles have a really cute relationship. So talk to him. And uh, pick pick your romance interest wisely. You know, you can pick anyone. You can pick a man, a woman, a they, them, whoever you want, um, who is allowed to be romanced, of course. Mm-hmm. But, you know, know that that's someone who's going to come and help you in battle. That's someone who's going to give you things and power ups and stuff like that. So, you know, pick who you want, of course. I mean, that's what Jada did. She just saw this man and was like him and has only given him hearts. Yeah, pretty much. But, you know, there's lots of options. And if you wait around, different people will show up in the halls of Hades where your, like, home base is. So, you know, be on the hunt. Look around. People are going to be there. So. Yeah. Don't be afraid to beef yourself up. Um, You will get a bunch of different gifts from a bunch of different gods. It's okay not to like all the gods. Some of their gifts, you know, don't really do anything if you're not used to it. So just um, keep an eye out for the ones that you like and, you know, always try new ones. You never know. Some of their power-ups could actually help you throughout the game. Be Um, ready to be humbled. Very much so. Please humble yourself because they, they're here for blood and there's no mercy when you die. You just, that's it. You do get all the items um, that you've collected when you die so it's not like you died and you just lost all this coin or power-ups or whatever you still get that um, but the only thing that changes is any boons or any gifts mm-hmm. you get from the gods you just have to go back and try to find it again but again it's random so that's why I'm saying like don't get stuck on one thing it's random so be random with the game choose different things and be flexible and open Uh, Because that's how you'll get the most fun out of it. For sure. Any last minute things, Jada? What should they expect next week from us? Yeah, next week is going to be Wolf Among Us. It is a telltale game. If you don't know of them, they are a beautiful gaming production. Um, They make old, like, retro style comic games. Um, It's Their style is so good, but Wolf Among Us is probably one of my favorite games from them. They've made like, I think some people know them most from either their Walking Dead series or their Batman series. Um, But Wolf Among Us uh, does have a second game coming out soon, which I'm really excited about. Um, And if you're into like mystery, Sherlock Holmes kind of stuff, suspense, then you're going to like that episode. You might not have heard of this game because it's kind of like you're playing a movie, if that makes any sense. Like you're like a main mm -hmm. character in a movie. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's definitely that. Just be ready for that and be, you know, maybe do a little research. We gave you a little hint, okay? Yeah, that's it. You know, look, look up, go. This is your homework. Look up pictures of Big B Wolf and go ahead and start getting your hearts ready for this man of a man because we love him. But that's it. That's all I'm going to tell you. Yes. So that is the episode, guys. Don't forget to go to our link tree in the description below 
In there, you will find links to our Discord and our Instagram. Our Instagram, we do our best to <laughs> update once a month with our podcast schedule. And on the Discord server, there's lots of rooms for everyone to talk about the episodes and just everything surrounding the topics and areas that we discuss on Nerd Night. Of course, leave a comment if you enjoyed. Com- Converse with each other in the comments, make friends, give us a five-star rating so that more people can find the podcast. And without further ado, we'll see you next time. See you guys.